Konnichiwa. And hey, y'all. Hi, I'm Leslie. And I'm Laurie. And welcome to Sumo Kaboom. Where we talk about all things sumo, our love of sumo, the wrestlers, and lastly, sumo wrestling. Yay! Woo-hoo! So we're going to start off first with a news flash. This week we are... Um, we're announcing the show. We're new, everyone, and we're super, super excited to be here and uh, talk to you sumo fans and sumo curious folks. We are two sisters from Texas who simply, we just love the sport, the tradition, the wrestlers' stories, the rituals, and we and we want to share our love of sumo with you. And um, we're not experts, but we love sumo. We're huge fans, first and foremost, and certifiably nuts about all things sumo. That is right. And our plan is to give you some history, some up-to-date info, and uh, some things that we find uber interesting about the sport of sumo each and every week. But first... We thought we should tell you who the heck we are (laughs) and how in the world we got into sumo because neither one of us are sumo wrestlers, but we fell in love with the sport one way or another. So, Leslie, hey, why don't you tell us your story first? Yeah, I will. Um, I won't tell you my age. Uh, (laughs) No, Um, I'll start with uh, I am... Outside of this crazy world of podcasting, I have done a million jobs in my life, but I come from a performer's background. I'm an actor and uh, um, not always acting, but I do a lot of this and that. And earlier in my career, I did a lot of musical theater. So I remember being in New York and auditioning for Tokyo Disneyland when they came to town. So, because somebody, somebody was like, go work at a theme park, make a ton of money, and then come back. You don't have to have like a normal day job. So mm-hmm. I did. And I booked it. And so cut to three months later, it was my first big job. And it was in Tokyo. I got to work at Tokyo Disneyland. And I got to live there for about a year, um, maybe a little bit less. Uh, it was in 1999, a uh, long time ago. And so I lived there and I loved it. And we had this, I can't remember what his name, Hideki, I can't remember his name, but he was this guy who kind of was responsible for all of us crazy Americans that they hired. And mm-hmm. he was Japanese and he was so sweet. And he would teach some of us Japanese. And then he would also, if you wanted to, go to a sumo match. And I think I was one of the only, but me and maybe somebody else was like, no, I'm going to take you up on that. And I had no idea what sumo was about. I grew up in Texas, you know, like my yeah, sister, yeah, yeah. like you, watching football and all kinds of sports, but I'd never seen anything like it. So uh, he took us to a match and it blew my mind. I had never seen anything so steeped in ritual um, and it was so exciting. And when I watched that day, there were two American grand champions. They're called in Japan, they're called Yokozunas. And America had two of them. One was Akibono, and he was a Yokozuna, which is like the most revered, like the best wrestler. Mm-hmm. And then I believe Musashi Maru was another one. Um, and so I had no idea how unique it was for a for a gaijin or a, a foreigner to be a grand champion. So I watched then, I fell in love with it, fell in love with the sport, But then I came back to America and 20 years later had no way of watching it. And then I Mm -hmm. found the NHK World News Network and I was starting to watch some of the 
matches and then falling in love with a whole new bunch of wrestlers and it all came flooding back and then uh, obviously my my passion was shared to you um but that's how i came to sumo how about you awesome well like you said i came to sumo really through you and it's really just been in the past couple of years that i've gotten into sumo um and and I think initially when I first started watching sumo with you, I was a little like, <laughs> I don't get this. No, like You what, and dad. What is this about? <laughs> like, what is happening? What's going on? But I remember you encouraged me to watch uh, Sumopedia, which is this fantastic resource online um, that's put out. And it's like, you know, it's the history, uh, you know, what's happening. They, they There's just really short videos talking about what's happening in sumo. And, and yeah, as, it kind of helps break down what's actually happening yeah, in the ring. Yeah, because it's it's one thing to like try to watch and have somebody shout at you like, this is what's happening. And it's another thing to, you know, actually watch the videos beforehand and 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 know a little bit more before you start watching a match. So that started to get me interested. And honestly, because I come from a yoga background, I'm a real big <laughs> yoga gal. This is going to sound really weird. But the hip flexibility of those wrestlers blew my mind. Like I've never, I've never taught like an American guy that looks like a sumo wrestler does not yeah. have the hip flexibility that a sumo wrestler mm-hmm. has. And I was fascinated by that from day one. I was like, how is it that they can squat down as low as they can and like lunge at each other from that deep squat and yeah. not blow out their knees every day? Like that seems crazy to me. And and I think, you know, as I watched more and more and I watched their bodies, I, I started to pick a wrestler to watch. I think yeah. the first bout that I watched the whole thing through with you, I think I picked Mita Kayumi to watch and Mita he Kiyomi, won. Yeah. He won. And so I was like, oh my God, my wrestler won. And then the next time I picked another wrestler and then he won, and by that time I was hooked. I was like, oh, I see what this is about. I yeah. see how exciting this is. And um, yeah, yeah, that's really my story. So so essentially we're just like, we really are two gals from Texas. We are unabashed sumo fans. We both got into it for very different reasons, but we love, <laughs> love, love, love watching it. We love cheering on our favorite wrestlers. Uh, your favorite wrestler is? Oh, Takayasu. Yeah. The hairy beast himself. He is a hairy beast. He's like a bear. And they do call him like the sleeping bear because when you watch him kind of prepare for the match, he's, well, he's super hairy. I don't know what it is. I've never been into hairy man, but he's, he does it for me. does it for you. He does it, but he's so, he's like a sleeping bear. And then whenever the bout starts, he just ignites. Yeah, he gets really fierce. And he just crushes the other guy and then. And then it's over. And then he goes back and he just respectfully <laughs> bows. And then he leaves the ring. It's very but I Yeah. But he's also really good at karaoke. I think he's a sensitive guy. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. him. I'd like to know him. But I'd like to believe he's a really <laughs> sensitive. He has a lovely, sure he lovely is. voice. I'm he has sure a he is. Yeah. Lovely and baritone. So Takayasu is your guy. Yeah. Hakuho is my guy through yes. and through. I'm a Hakuho fan. I love his showmanship. I love just how great he is i love watching him wrestle yeah so those are currently our favorites um we're fans and we would love to meet more fans yeah. out there but i always think it's kind of important for people who are new to sumo or don't know anything about it to maybe talk a little bit about the history of sumo it is an ancient japanese sport that follows traditional rituals. Actually, um, a lot of Shinto spiritual, um, there's a lot of 
Shinto religion aspects within the ritual of yeah. sumo, which I've come to learn, which is fascinating to me. Yeah, me too. It's uh, over 2,000 years old. Uh, the imperial family used to watch sumo as a form of entertainment. So sumo evolved over many uh, many centuries, uh, with the first professional sumo wrestlers appearing in the Edo period, which is about 1603 to 1868. Um, side note, I'll tell you sometime. I went to, um, in Japan, this place called Edomura, yeah. which is um, an amusement park for old-timey Japanese things. And you can see ninjas play fight you know like really? people dressed up as ninjas yeah and they fly all over they don't fly but they like hang from the ceiling drop from the ceiling and then they fight anyway it's an adventure park mm -hmm. yeah and then instead of like in america we would have cotton candy on a stick yeah japanese kids have like big fish on a stick yeah big dead fish on a stick and yum, yum, yum. it's it's great it's awesome <laughs> it's so cool but it blew my mind but that's the Edo period so that's what I think about when I think of the Edo, oh, got Edo it, got period it. anyway from the very beginning beginning, it was entwined with Shinto ritual performed in shrines to ensure bountiful harvest and to honor the spirits known as Kami basically the Shinto principles kind of govern the everyday life of sumo wrestlers um, which you know their hairstyles mm -hmm. the mawashi which is the the, the loincloth that they that mm -hmm, they the belt wear. That they yeah. wear and the ring itself is, is a holy is a holy a holy place. Mm -hmm. So the wrestlers are called Rikishi and they mount the doyo and they have four minutes to prepare for their bout. After they bow to each other then they go to the corner and then they do these foot stomps. You know what those foot stomps are. Where yeah, they lift you their lift feet their leg up. really up yeah. high. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then stomp them down into that squat. Yes. And they do that a series of times. Like I said, hip flexibility. Hip flexibility. Like, I don't know many men that can lift their leg that high and then squat yeah, like that. But I also don't know that many people that are that fascinated by hip flexibility. Well, I, that's true. That makes me a little <laughs> odd. But, but I am, so... But I'm not going to hide it. We're all a little weird in our family. Um, anyway, they, they bow to each other. Then they, they do the little foot stomp things. They have power water, power paper. They grab the handful of salt, which is thrown up to purify the doyo. Wait, wait, wait. Po what's power water and what's power well, paper? Well, you know, they drink the, wa the water. Yeah, but do the they corn? drink it or do they just switch I it around think, in their I mouth? Think, and and then, then they spit it out. Yeah. And they, so what's the power paper? You know, they, ha they put the paper over their mouth as they're spitting it out. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to have to look into it. But I know okay. they put the paper over their mouth when they spit it out. Okay. So maybe so that we all don't have to see them spit Spitty. water. Okay. It would be like the Japanese to do something like that. Like that? that nice. Okay. Yeah. To okay. make us not have to see them spitting water. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. Oh, it's all good. Um, anyway, they return to their side, squat down, perform these movements again. And yeah. then when... Uh, they put their arms up sh to show that they're not carrying any weapons. And then they do that until the wrestlers decide through mutual agreement it's time to fight. And then when they do, often that's over. And, you know, it could be over in three seconds. It can mm -hmm. be over in a minute. Mm -hmm. It doesn't go on very long. But um, that's what they do until someone uh, either is pushed out of the ring or hits the ground with any part of the body besides the soles of their feet um, then they go back bow to each other kindly and nicely mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, they take their money pockets their, they have money pockets they're money called envelopes envelopes, <laughs> envelopes from the gyoji who is the referee uh -huh. and then then they uh, hike out of town yeah, yeah. hightail it out of there yeah I th that's a great description. That is a lot of sumo I just described for I you. I know. I don't know if anybody can hold on to that, but let's hope they can. <laughs> you can always come back to this episode for 
for a refresher. No, I think it's great. And and I just want to add to it just a little bit more info for any sumo newbies out there. Um and I thought a, a fun way to kind of add some more to what you're saying mm-hmm. here is to do word of the day. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So uh, some sort of Japanese word that has something to do with sumo mm-hmm. that I'll explain a little bit. Okay? Cool. So first of all, sumo. The word itself literally means to mutually rush at. And I love that definition because mutually deciding when to start, <laughs> mutually deciding when to start the fight, I think is really fascinating. I don't know many sports in America where it's like there's there's no starting bell. It's just like two guys look at each other yeah. and they somehow decide at the exact same time to rush head first into each other and slap together in the tachi eye. So that's the initial charge yeah. towards each other. Um, a very different way of doing a sport, I think. So tachi eye, huge slapping sound that happens as they hit each other. There's enormous forces at play here yeah. in the tachi eye. Because these um, guys are... Yeah. I mean, my favorite wrestler is 6'2 and 362 pounds. It's not that I have that information memorized or anything. No, not at all. I don't walk around town just telling people Takayasu's stats. But I will say that when he goes up against Hakuho, who's 6'4, about the same weight, I yeah. think. I yeah. don't know. He's, he's not a little my, slimmer. Yeah, he's Hakuho. a little slimmer. Um, so wait, how how much does he weigh? 362. 360. That's, I, that's for us people that do poundage. Yeah, right? that's poundage. Not, not, not kilograms. No, I don't memorize in kil- kilograms. Right, right. So <laughs> when you watch sumo online, it's all in the metric system. So like if you're if you're like us Americans, you have to like go to the computer and like pull up some sort of like conversion table to actually go, okay, how, how much in pounds do they weigh? Or like we how, could just learn well, the metric system. We could system. learn the metric system. Eventually, <laughs> I hope to get there. Yeah. Um, but so your guys, three, 362. 362. I actually look this up the heaviest rikishi the heaviest wrestler that has ever competed was 650 pounds yeah i've seen pictures like, of him it's guy insane. like there's but underneath a- all of that is muscle but you know people like to be like oh it's a bunch of fat guys in diapers and it breaks my heart yeah. when i hear that and because it's, not. it's not no it's not at all they're and incredible I, athletes yes and there are some big guys out there like right now ichinojo is wrestling he's 500 pounds uh kaize 450 pounds but there's also really small rikishi out there too oh. like Inho. Inho. He Inho, is, who's only 5'6". Yeah, and he, he weighs is, 218 pounds. And he's a real underdog success story, you know? Yeah, he's the Rudy. He's the real Rudy story. Uh, anybody, you remember the movie Rudy? With I Sean actually Astin? have never seen that movie. Get out. But I, like, I, get I, out I of the studio. I because know. if you've made it this many years and you haven't seen Rudy, like... Like we're, Are you I'm saying gonna, there's something wrong with me? Yes. But well, I know that, hip flexibility. That and the hip flexors. <laughs> I'm going to have you watch Rudy because it's unacceptable. <laughs> but anyway, if you watch, Enho is this guy. He's shorter than I am. And he's maybe skinnier than I am. I don't know. He's a but little he guy. But he is crushing these 500-pound dudes. Because he's fast. And he, he gets at their ankle. Anyway, he's he's yeah, amazing. He's, he's super he's exciting. He's blowing people's minds. But yeah. let's let's move on to like the doyo. Yeah, the doyo itself is a, a ring that's built in the middle of, I don't know, I want to call it a stadium, but that's a very 
Americanized view of it. Like there's a whole lot of people. It's an arena. An arena. There you go. An and and there's a ring that they build in the center of it. It's about 15 feet across, 4.55 meters for those people who know the metric system. And um, a wrestler, uh, they face another wrestler and they grab their mawashi, mm-hmm. which is another word that I believe you said earlier, which is the belt that they wear. Yes, their um, loincloth. And they use that to their advantage for leverage to hold on to flip a wrestler over or to push him out the, out of the ring. It's not just a guy in a diaper. Like It's so much more than that. The actual cloth is 30 feet in length and it's wrapped around them. I don't know by who, probably the people that assist them. It, and it weighs 8 to 11 pounds. It's a serious, it's a serious piece of cloth. Yeah. And if you lose it in you the get mid- disqualified. You get sure. disqualified. So yes. I, it's only happened, I rumored once and I don't know when that happened. I don't I, know if that was yeah, in I've the never seen Edo period. I, <laughs> but it might have been. in the time of Christ. I don't know. Earlier in the time of Christ. Um, <laughs> do you think Do you think sumo wrestling was going on when Christ Well, you said 2,000 years ago. I it's guess. 2,000 years old. So. While Christ was roaming, exactly. there were sumo there were wrestlers. Sumo wrestlers and I, I like to think about that. Uh, let's see. I guess in conclusion, let me just say that there are six big competitions held each year in the sumo world. They are called basho. They're grand tournaments. Each one lasts about 15 days. And in it, all the top-ranked sumo wrestlers, they wrestle each other once a day in this basho, and their goal is to win a majority of their fights. And when they do, they get something called a kachi koshi. Right, if they get more wins and losses, but a makikoshi if they don't. But whoever gets the most wins throughout the tournament, no matter what is the is winner the grand they, champion mm-hmm. and they get all sorts of prize money they get the largest trophy i believe i've ever seen in my entire life 10 million yen 10 million yen which is how much i don't we're gonna have I to get our conversion tables no. out again <laughs> i used to think of ten thousand yen as a ten dollar bill but it's not quite no, that i'm sure but it's, i think we looked it up one time it was like a quarter million dollars uh, yeah. i don't know we're gonna we really need know. to look these things up before 10 million japanese yen is equal to ninety one thousand one hundred dollars before we wrap up we we do have one question from a listener yeah let's jump is, to that this is a uh, tommy and he wants to know and this is a great question for our first episode if you don't have cable he writes or tv or sports channels espn all that what's the best way to watch sumo i found sumo um i had an apple tv you don't have to have an apple tv but i have a fire stick an amazon fire stick and you also can go online there is an english language japanese news channel which is called the nhk world news network nhk world news network and they have grand sumo highlights um so you can either download the app it's free on apple tv or amazon uh, on your amazon fire stick or your smart tv although oddly one of our TVs at home with a smart TV will not find that network. Yeah, um, I don't know app. why. I don't know what the deal is. But you can also go online easily and just Google NHK World News Network mm-hmm. or Dash Japan. Subscribe on YouTube and you mm-hmm. can see the daily highlights. A highlight episode is 22 minutes. Yeah, it's just super short. The, just the top uh, bouts of the tournament for the day. But then they also have Sumopedia. They also have previews of the upcoming tournament and a wrap-up of the previous tournament. So you can really get all caught up, learn a lot more about Sumo, and then um, get caught up to where we are and then join us 
next week. Yeah. And one other thing I just want to say about NHK, mm-hmm. the other thing that's great about watching that online is you have all the commentary. In English. Yes, in English. So you know exactly what's going on. Uh, it's a really great way to watch and learn about the sport. So that is our style of sumo, sumo. at Sumo Kaboom. Kaboom. So please tune in again for more info on the sport. We love things we find fascinating and run down of bouts during again. those basho. Yes. Join us online and on the social media, uh, the social media at Sumo Kaboom. Connect up with us, comment, and tell your friends about us. And feel free to write, ask us anything you want to know about Sumo, and we will do our best to do the research or get to the bottom of it with an expert. Uh, Until then, I'm Laurie. And I'm Leslie of Sumo Sumo Kaboom. Kaboom. Thanks for listening. Sayonara. See y'all later. (laughs)